asking the question that you all want answered and you all want to know what is wrong with this man. I don't know. I don't know that we'll ever know. I don't know that he cares if we know. And I I don't know that he has the answer. I often, uh, even in a setting like this, will freestyle a little bit and uh, prefer, prefer things off script. And Kanye West strikes me as a man that is um, very much off script. And it seems like there's one um, mission and there's one goal. And that goal is to tie everything back to God as a means to justify what many would consider uh, strange, erratic behavior. Um, we already touched on it in a couple of the last of these, if you've seen or heard any of them, uh, regarding his, you know, what many would consider hatred of, uh, Jews and black people. And it's well publicized. You don't have to look very far to find it. If you're not familiar with it, you know, you don't have to do extensive research. It would take you a matter of seconds. A Google search would tell you everything you need to know about Kanye West and what is happening with him lately. Now, with that said, uh, a a greater issue is the fact that he seemingly can't stop talking about it. The ideal um, approach, and I think any publicist or agent or life coach or mentor or parent or any authority figure that has his best interest uh, in mind would tell him to release a statement, a public statement, apologizing in mass to, to the masses and in, in bulk, you know, anyone I've touched or offended, I didn't mean it, it you know, pending. That's how he really feels um, as opposed to these half hearted weak ass bunk ass, bitch ass apologies that just quite frankly aren't real we all know they're not real um and then finding a way to tie it to himself is the most insulting shitty thing and actually maybe worse than the things he said in the first place that offended uh large groups of people so if you didn't catch it last night he was interviewed and he was making an apology and I don't have the statement that he made in front of me, but I'm going to paraphrase. And the paraphrase is it's going to go like this. I'm sorry, upset black people, but look how much money I just fucking lost. What about me? Yep. Okay. That's not what he said, but that's how a lot of people have and will interpret it. I'm sorry I offended my people, black people. Um, you know, when I when I talked about George Floyd, and now I know based on what Adidas has done to me and what the media has done to me, how it feels to have a, a foot on your neck. Guys, that's crazy. That's unhinged, obviously extraordinary, selfish, unhinged, 
lunacy. I mean, he made this about him and the dollars he's losing. You know, what better way to punish me to punish the only black billionaire than to do blank? He's not the only black billionaire, first of all. Um, But he's not anymore (laughs) one at all. But I mean, it's crazy. You know, in one of the other interviews that wasn't very long ago within the last week or so, I can't pinpoint the exact date. He made the statement, you know, I've only got like $120 million in my account, you know, right now. It's like, you you don't get it. I'm not sure he wants to get it. And the unfortunate thing is when you're working for someone that is probably a very dictator type of person, you know, it's not crazy that people say he idolized Hitler based on his behavioral patterns, based on his actions and his words. But if you're working for a guy like that, it's unlikely that anyone that still wants to work there is going to be super direct with him about these situations and these incidents and these events that seemingly never stop and just keep happening. So the people near him, around him, whether it be family, friends, entourage, coworkers, colleagues, subordinates, I mean, these people are very unlikely to shoot Kanye straight about what he's doing. I did like the question a reporter asked last night, you know, basically, uh, how are you worried about your legacy? And he went through this big, long thing about not being worried about his legacy and then tied it back to God. You know, I, I, this isn't the, the show to talk about religion. Um, I have very strong beliefs on religion and opinions, I should say, not beliefs. But my biggest issue with people like this is using God as an out, an excuse. You know, I, I understand if you commit a crime and you're on death row and there's probably not a whole lot else going on. You find God. Okay. You know, I'm not knocking that. And I'm not saying Kanye is of that variety of person that maybe did something really wrong or was bad. And then ultimately found God. I'm not making that parallel, but I am making a comparison between those that do wrong in any capacity And then, you know, you being saved or you being religious or you having a connection with God exempts you from accountability and uh, the things that you need to answer for. You know, for the first time in a very long time, Kanye is being called to the carpet and he doesn't like it and it's impacting his money. And I don't think he needs that much money to live. I mean, no one does. And I don't even know that he cares. I think for him, it's more so of a game. It's a status piece and it's an ego thing. You know, the, the, the conversations about gap, you know, they're asking you publicly in an interview, you know, what happened with gap? Where was the breakdown? It's a difference of ideas, a difference of creative uh, freedoms, a difference of just business planning, Uh, a difference of where the organization wanted to head. And he made the statement, which I thought was funny at the time. Um, 
I'm not going to take advice from someone that's broker than me. No one asked you about the <laughs> the detailed intricate detail the intricate details of the portfolio or the value of the company or who supplied the most or who has the most between who's making the decisions on the the next step or the future the outlook of gap. So everything he says is rooted in ego in narcissism and me, 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 me. And I said this in one of the previous episodes, his music isn't as good as it used to be. It's not even close. I've loved his music so much. There's multiple tracks that I could discuss and talk about for a very long time that are great. Uh, Well-written, well-produced. I think really talented, really, 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 really talented. One, One of my favorites of all time. And I think he lost some of that and he knows that. And the record sales would indicate that. And some would call it weirder. And maybe it is weirder. I don't know. But the music's not as good in my opinion. And I'm a diehard, was a diehard. I'm obviously no longer a fan of his, period, uh, in any capacity. However, with that said, he was famous for his his music contribute his musical contributions and what he did for this for the uh, music industry. And it's gone. So he's found other ways to be relevant and popular and famous and talked about. And this is one of those ways. And the whole fuck around and find out, he's finding out. And he's finding out a lot. And he's also finding out that he's losing the few friends he had. And black folks stood around, stuck around for a long time. You know, we don't need to get too deep into it. We already talked about in the last show, but the slavery is a choice is a ridiculous statement. It's a ridiculous statement. And the insinuation was that if he was a slave, he would have figured out a way on his own, I guess, to get out and not be trapped and, uh, you know, black people for 400 years, how you stay in that spot. I mean, come on, man. It's a ridiculous statement. It's a ridiculous statement. Everybody knows it. He knows it's a ridiculous statement. So he's losing what he has. He has, there's not a lot left. So now he tries to bring it back and apologize, but he can't just apologize. He's not capable of saying, What I said about George Floyd was incorrect. I was wrong. This is one of the biggest lessons, I think, for anyone in this world. Irrelevant to where you come from, what your pedigree is, what your DNA is, how you were raised, what you do for a living, who's in your camp, who you hang out with, what your day-to-day life looks like. The ability to admit you're wrong and be accountable for the things you're wrong for is one of the greatest single best lessons anywhere. I tell my nine-year-old this, I tell my 18-year-old this, I'll tell anyone that wants to hear it. I need that lesson. I'm not great at it. No one wants to be wrong, but when you're on a pedestal and you have the platform that he has and you say things like that and you're called to the carpet, and you determine or your publicist or your team, someone told you, you should apologize. Then it needs to, be an apology. It doesn't even have to be genuine. It doesn't have to be real. But an apology admits the wrong, the end. If you want to lay out an action plan of what you're going to do going forward, I'm going to seek help, or I'm going to reach out to the folks and try to right these wrongs, or I'm going to be better. Okay, you can add that. But I'm sorry that I said this, and I offended my people. But now I know how it feels because look how much money I'm losing. Eh, eh. See ya. That apology is null and void. It's now 
officially bullshit. It's now just about you. It's always been about you. We all thought that. And then at the beginning of that, oh, okay, he's coming. Oh, okay, here we go. We're warming up. All right. All right. It's like he's headed for the end zone. He's about to do something good, whether it's real or bullshit or genuine or conjured up. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Fumbles at the one. Other team took it back, turned it to the house. The play never even happened. And actually did happen. It was worse. The result was worse than where it would have been. Have you just fucking sat on it and fucking just downed it? Because you actually made it worse. He continues to double down on this dumb bullshit and make it worse. You'd be better off not speaking. You'd be better off trying or attempting to trust anyone that you work alongside of or you trust or a close family friend, anything. I don't know, something. And let them write the statement. (laughs) PR firms exist for this reason. Because you, left to your own devices, don't know what to do. And you got you in this. And you will continue to make mistakes. Someone needs to intervene. First of all, a change in thinking is probably required if you really want to say these things and mean them. But you can't mean something you don't truly believe in or think. So he's saying this and he keeps referencing Adidas like they're not taking you back, bro. Is it, What is it? You keep Adidas is doing this to me and Adidas and Adidas. And they don't care. Again, you fucked around. You're finding out. The dude legit leaned into the mic and said, I can say anti-Semitic things and Adidas won't drop me. You challenged him. Who the fuck do you think you are? Mike wouldn't challenge Nike. As much as they'd hate to stop selling Jordans with enough pressure, they would. Because guess what? There are other means of income. There are multiple streams of revenue that exist for Adidas. It's not just you. Will it be a tough year? Will the fourth quarter suck a little bit? Will they have to probably discount those shoes and ultimately at some point maybe stop selling them, maybe change the name? I don't know. And I don't know what the the contractual pieces are and the language and the verbiage and the contract for Kanye specific. He's probably still going to get something out of it. Probably a lot. I don't know. However, you pushed him so far. You could have backpedaled. You could have walked this back a little bit. And then you just continue to double down. And now the few folks you had left in your corner, black people, now you're losing them. It is so very clear and so very obvious that this is not as much about you being a Trump supporter. It's a direct open letter to him. It's about you choosing and picking who you want to pick on or bully or attack and then not being accountable. And if you pick on everyone and you bully everyone, there's no one left. It's just you. So if that's the world you want to live in, Kanye, okay. If that is uh, what you want, okay. I'm nobody. So my opinion means nothing. All of that and $2 to get you on the bus. With that said, a normal, rational uh, person would do some deep internal soul searching and a figure out what you want b figure out what you but really truly believe 
And then see if you want to continue to double down on these remarks and statements, you have to be willing to accept what comes next. And what comes next, what you're getting now is just a glimpse of what ultimately you will be. There is a very, very long list of celebrities, not all this wealthy, but a very long list of people in the public eye that have ruined their career because they make damaging statements and they continue to do so. It is not a coincidence that almost every athlete, actor, actress, musician, reality TV star, whatever, it is politicians that they almost immediately issue a statement of some sort. Again, PR firms exist for this reason, but you're too good. You're too smart. You know everything. So you're going to handle it. And what have we learned? Again, you doing you isn't working anymore. So take what you want from that. That was my direct talk uh, to ye. Um, I'm hopeful that, uh, maybe one day he'll be something close to what he was because musically what he used to be was pretty sensational. It was, um, very, uh, clearly, you know, one of the up and comers, one of the better in the game, you know, he was producing tremendous, just super dope tracks on top of the stuff he was personally recording, the genius doc was super inspiring to me. Um, really, it was. I mean, it, it talked about the overlying thing. With the underlying thing was anyone that can work that hard and continue to work that hard and not stop working that hard and is dedicated and had the skill set was going to succeed. It meant a lot. And I said this previously. I know it meant a lot uh, to younger people especially younger black people and younger black men specifically. And then to alienate that group and continue to do so is insane. You don't have to like your fan base. You don't definitely have to love them, but acknowledging them is, is a deal. And if you don't want to acknowledge them, that's okay too. But then attacking them and shitting on them is, uh, is crazy. Again, it's lunacy. So not sure what we see from him next. Um, I imagine there'll be, more conversations here in the show about it because he's finding a way to stay relevant at his own expense, but he's doing it. Can you imagine what his next album sales look like? Seriously. The target base that he's trying to kind of recreate, he's recreating a target base of a lot of people that, you know, and many of them probably don't even like his style of music. So to assume that they just go out and buy the record because they support his they support his hate, his hatred and his anti-Jew and anti-black approach is crazy. Doesn't mean they won't, but it won't be at the the levels that his meat and potatoes, you know, that was the base that the meat and potatoes is gone. You have cleared the fucking plate. They don't want anything to do with you. I I personally will never buy anything, anything, anything this dude makes. Won't even consider it. And he might find himself in a position where the royalties, the residual dollars that come in from his music playing alongside commercials and at sporting events and on the radio and music video television, he may lose that too. So, you know, we'll see what happens next with Kanye. Um, I don't think I answered the question, what's wrong with this man? Um, that's a question he'll have to answer for himself. So until next time, y'all, thank you. 